This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You rotten bums! You overpaid winners! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Left side throw, it is broken up in the end zone! Broken up in the end zone! Knocked down by Brashad Breeland! The Chiefs hold on down! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Crossover move, great move. Grace Pyle, left-handed finish is perfect. Everything happening in the sports world. Michelangelo, this is the day he died in 1564. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo, thank you so much. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people again. It's for the again. kids. It's for the kids. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson after a long, long night on the road in Andover, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you get any sleep last night? Were you too jacked up and feeling good after a couple of I wasn't of jacked up. I just got out, of the, I got out of the office so late. I got a few hours sleep and had to be right back at it. Some of us didn't get a sleep in like others well, did. I had, had to take a little snooze. Yeah. I was up working hard. Yeah. Steve had too many other things to do. He'll, he'll brag about coming in here early, but look who's the most well-rested man. Not in me. person today. Maybe it's me. It probably is. I'm, I'm dragging. A couple of fun wins last night. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, if you go to midkansasonline.com and read my column, I think I call it a night to remember in Andover. Uh, you know, when we were driving on the way down, we said there's a chance both teams could lose. Because Andover Central's girls have really much improved. Uh, they got two new players. Now, one of them really didn't do too much. The other one wasn't bad. Uh, of course, they got the Wilborn girls, a good player. Harshaw was tremendous in the first half for them. And then Grace Pyle locked her down in the second half. The girls basically playing their starting five. They rode their starting five about the whole game. Coach Stradman just with two subs, and they didn't play very many minutes. So, a real gutty effort for them to win in overtime. Then in the boys' game, Andover Central, of course, defending state champion. Number one team in the state, best player in the state, arguably on their team, Xavier Xavier Bell. I mean, he he's a he came out like he's gonna have a Hey Jude Warren night. Uh, he had ten in the first quarter. Looked like he was on his way at about forty or fifty. But a sophomore named Seth Madron, a very athletic sophomore for the Bullpups, shut him down to seven the rest of the way. Bullpups led by as many as twelve. Lost that lead, regained it, put it away down the stretch. A huge, huge, huge win. For the Bullpups. What a fun one last night. And we've got all sorts of things to talk about. And very fittingly, in studio with us today, we have Treg Fall, Turkey Creek Golf Course. We were originally going to talk a little bit about the President President's Cup, which starts today. But, Treg, I think we've got to talk a little Bullpup basketball first. What a fun win for your guys last night. Of course, Treg, an assistant on staff. And you had to come up with some interesting game plans defensively to try and win. It's also your birthday today, so happy birthday. Thank you. What a great way to come in and talk about some Bullpup basketball on your birthday. Yeah, it was a great win. I'm just I'm – I'm so happy for um, all those guys. You know, I, I was getting all these questions. What happened the first game? What happened? How come we lost to Andover by, you know, that much? And – you know, we, we put together a game plan, and 
went over it on Monday. I know Coach Kinnaman so didn't have a good practice Monday. It's 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 tough to have a good practice when you're preparing for a team and you're trying to put in a game plan. It's start stop and start going over it. But you know this team's so smart. Uh, they they play together. They share the ball so well. Um, and we got all we got good pieces everywhere. We got good shooters, good inside play, good point guard play. Guys creating and they stuck to the game plan. You know. Seth Madron was unbelievable guarding Xavier last night. Um, did a great job helping. Jaden Alexander was being typical Jaden all over the place, getting diving on the floor, getting his hands on loose balls, and you know everyone just stepped up. Scoring was spread out. I mean, it's just a great game to see them. You know, get our get our confidence back and and show that you know. Um, we're good enough, and we can hang with anybody in 5A. Well, one thing that's interesting, you know, you said, what happened against Andover? Well, Andover goes to Andale last night, pounds Andale, which is probably, I think, are they 4A for basketball? Yeah, they are. They're They're ranked 4 and 4A. Yeah, they're like 4th and 4A. Andover goes into Andale, pounds Andale. So that tells me Andover's legit. But getting back to your team, I like how well these guys get along. I mean, they really play for each other. They care for each other. The chemistry is just tremendous on this team. Like Coach Kinneman said, we're not the most athletic team. We're, we're really pretty slow afoot if you look at it. Yep. So we got to play with cunning, guile, and smarts, and that's what they did last night. Let's face it, Andover Central was by far the more athletic team. But I loved your game plan. Uh, the Parnell kid, they just you guys let him fire away yep. and, and didn't guard him. In fact, Jayton Alexander just would back off of him and, and then at some point, I think, didn't Parnell say, come out and guard me or something like that? <laughs> Jayton's like, I don't need to guard you. You're not going to make anything out here. Uh, Parnell's a great athlete, though, a great player. Uh, we saw some incredible athletic moves he made to the basket. But uh, I thought the real key was after you had your 12-point lead, you go down three, but you get the lead back. And then I think he hit 11 of 14 free throws in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, the way we closed out that game said a lot. You know, on the road – Number one team in 5A, defending state champions. You know, they take the lead back from us. We regain it. Um, we did – we were up five. We did turn it over and gave up that three. But then we, you know, took care of it, made the free throws down the stretch. Cooper Courtney with a soft touch and got that huge free throw off the back iron that went in. And then, you know, Hayes Schmidt, that's, that is the player we want shooting free throws at the end of the game. He, I mean, he such a tremendous shooter. Um, I, I saw, I heard you nicknamed him Captain Courageous. I mean, he he just stepped up and knocked him in, and I mean that's that's how you want to end the game, right? And there. for a kid like Hay Schmidt to go yep. everything he's been through with his cancer treatments, never giving up, his teammates encouraging him all the way. He hit those three threes in a row in the first half. He get when he gets his feet set and he's open, he doesn't miss very often. Yeah, there's there's no, I mean, he's he's one of the best shooters I've ever seen. When he catches it, he gets a good pass and he's in rhythm. There's a really good chance that thing's going to go in. I mean, we had one of our first practices of the year and the white team was running zone against the red team and I think Hayes probably made eight or nine threes in a row running against the zone. I mean, he he can flat shoot the ball. I think if you go back and look through all the years of bullpup basketball, last night's game was a bullpup basketball type of win. It wasn't a flashy win going up against a really good team. I think that this would be, if you could go to any point in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, you go to the state tournament in Topeka and you see, oh, there's the McPherson team. How are they going to stop Highland Park? Or how are they going to stop Wyandotte? How are they going to do this? And somehow... You roll these guys out there. It may not look like much. It may not be flashy, 
but they found a way to get it done by playing their game, by yep. executing their game, taking your opponent away from their game. And I think that would be if you were going to define bullpup basketball a game like last night. Yeah, we hang our hat on being tougher. We want to we want to play harder. You know, that's the number one thing. We always want to play harder than the other team and we want to play smarter. You know, we want to get great shots. You know, we want to run our stuff. We want to take them away from running that, what they do best, and that's what we did last night. You know, we limited Xavier from getting all the way to the hole and limited him from catching on the block. We switched it when they ran that back screen with, with Cody, and, you know, that worked well. He didn't, get it, didn't catch it on the block hardly at all against us. He had, to, he had to actually drive. I think he only got to the hole maybe two or three times all the way to the basket. His other points were he had to pull up and shoot it because we had great help, Jayton sitting there in the lane, and Cody and Coop were doing a good job helping as well. So it was just, it's like you said, Jim, it was it was bullpup basketball last night for sure. Trag, a lot of other things going on in the sports world. I want to talk a little President's Cup with you, but your Raiders, man. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring that up. Your Raiders, <laughs> I'm sorry. They're finally catching up to the fake good team that everyone, you know, they're they for a while, you know, I mean, they're youngest team in the league. They don't have much on defense yet. They're still in rebuilding mode and them them to be 6 and 4 at one point was, you know, I don't even know how it happened, but they're definitely, you know, they got 5 of the first 90 picks next year in the draft. Still got a ton of cap space. So they're they're getting ready for Vegas and they're they're on the rise in my opinion. Are you all right with Chucky right now? You you okay with Yeah, I mean, with I, he's got a plan. He knows what he's doing. They just their defense, I mean, the Titans put up, which they've had injuries this year, but still the Titans put up almost 600 yards of offense on them. I mean, I could have, I probably could have completed 200 yards with a passing. I didn't even play quarterback in high school. I mean, that's <laughs> that's how bad it was when I was watching them. But, you know, they, they got good young pieces on the offense side of the ball. They got some good young pieces on defense. They just need to keep filling in the, the gaps and spending money in the cap and making moves, but I, I think they're moving the right direction. How do you see the AFC finishing out? Of course, we already know what has happened in the AFC West with the Chiefs winning the division, but how do you see those top four playing out? Um, Well, you know, the Chiefs have a chance to still get a bye. I mean, that's still in play. Um, I'll be surprised. The Raiders will probably be 7-9. and nine. They're 6-7 and seven right now. The Broncos are, you know, started Drew Luck or Lock. 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 And uh, you know he played well, so I can, you know they might they might get the Raiders at home probably, but um, I see the Broncos kind of making a late run to kind of save Vangio's job a little bit and give him another year and see how that progresses. Chargers, I don't even know. I, I just I can never predict them. They're just so they're so waste up and down. Talent. And, it's a waste yeah. of talent this year. Um, but you know I see the Raiders just below 500. The Broncos around that six and ten maybe. And the Chargers maybe seven I don't nine, know, seven and nine, yeah, somewhere around there. So and then the Chiefs. Who who's their tough games left? Well, they still have Denver coming up this yeah. weekend. Bears. They, they will then play at Chicago. Okay, that could be Chicago's starting to play better. But Mitchell Trubisky. At Chicago. Mitchell Trubisky. I know. I'm and, not saying I'm, and, I'm and favoring the Chiefs, the Chiefs but and, and I mean Chiefs, it could be a tricky one. And the Chiefs I mean, they still have a shot at that number two spot, but it's not like it's imperative. And, yeah. I mean, I know they like to have the bye, but uh, you just you, you want to keep people healthy. So yeah. I think that's a key. I think the wild card teams are starting to look really scary. Whether it is a team like Tennessee, unless they can make a surge here and somehow win the yeah. AFC South, Tennessee is scary. They got Tannehill. 
looks good, and they got a run game. They can run the football. Well, the big Chiefs old know Derrick that. Henry, yep. So they're scary. And then if they somehow win that, the Texans are scary too. Right. You don't want to play either of those teams. And so. then you throw in the Buffalo Bills yeah. too, who defensively have just been so good. Yeah. I think those AFC top six are really good. I don't know if the remaining ten are great, yeah. but I think the teams that are going to make the playoffs in the AFC will be very tough. And I think it's really open. I think it could be Baltimore. Obviously, it's tough to go through New England. I think it could be the Chiefs. I think it could be any of them yeah, that make I, a run. Yeah, I agree. It, it'll be interesting what the matchups are because, you know, the Bills just played the Ravens very tough, and it'll be interesting to see what the what the other top teams in the AFC, when they watch that film, what the Bills really did to kind of slow down the whole Lamar Jackson show. Um, but uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what the matchups are and how everything plays out. All right, we've got Trank Fall with us in studio today, the birthday boy. Trank Fall. We will take a break. When we come back, we can talk a little bit about the President's Cup and that getting underway today, telling us a little bit about the history of the event and kind of the format that they play. I believe they're in Australia, right? Yep. Well, it's probably tomorrow there, so yeah, it's very day, confusing. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Jim Joyner, Steve Sell, and Treg Fall in studio with us today. Treg, you messaged me earlier in the week and said, hey, President's Cup is coming up. And my first thought was, I don't know what he's even talking about. And then I realized that he was talking about the golf event. And really the only thing I knew about the President's Cup going into this week was that Tiger Woods named himself to the team. That was all I had known. That was the big headline going in. But that's why we bring in you. You're the expert. Tell me a little bit about the President's Cup going on down under. Well, the President's Cup, it's for those of you that aren't familiar, it's like the Ryder Cup. You know, it's every other year with the Ryder Cup, um, except pl- instead of playing the Europeans, they play what they call the international team. So it's pretty much everybody else except the Europeans. So it's the U.S. versus the international squad. Um, it's the 13th edition. It's pretty lopsided. The, the U.S. holds the uh, record of they've won 10, internationals have won one. They've tied one, but the last time the internationals – and the only time the internationals won was at this golf course in 1998, um, but the U.S. has won seven in a row. Um, format: It's four days. It's kind of confusing because they're ahead. They actually start today, which is Thursday today here, but it's Thursday in Australia. They'll play day one a four ball, which is best ball, um, which is if Steve and I were partners, whoever got the better score on the hole, we'd That'd take be that. Me. Yep, Steve. Steve For would make sure. it. Steve would make a birdie, and I'd bogey, so we'd take that. Um, day two's foursome, so that's just true alternate shot. If Steve and I were partners, we'd we'd alternate shots, and I'd put him in bad spots, and he'd save me. Day three, don't is, let him putt. Yeah, don't <laughs> let, yeah. Day three um, is uh, four ball in the morning and foursomes in the afternoon, so it's two different sessions. And then the final day is twelve singles matches, so there's thirty total matches, more than the Ryder Cup, um, and they actually pick back and forth with with who. Uh, plays against each other but it's 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 always fun to see those guys in team formats um tiger woods and jt are teaming up which is going to be fun to watch so 
it's it's always good and the golf course is just awesome there and if there's any questions you know you say well god why would tiger pick himself last six weeks eight weeks two months Tiger's playing well as anybody in the world. Yeah, he's, I mean he is really striking it well. Yeah, he's the third highest ranked player on the on the uh, American team. So you know his vice captains Freddie Couples and Steve Stricker is like you're gonna pick yourself because you you deserve it and you're gonna be playing. So um, pretty crazy. Uh, I think there's only been one other playing captain or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles it. But now I'm not that smart, but I'm pretty sure that Australia is in the southern hemisphere, which means that. It is the summertime Summer, yep. there. It's so warmer there. What are the temperatures this week? Um, I thought they said some little cooler temperatures came in, which was I think it's still like sixty or seventy, but it'd get up to ninety or hundred there before they just got there. Um, but you know, the style of golf there, it's 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 a link style course with crazy greens. I was watching some of it. You know, it's very firm and fast, and the fairway is very dry. You'll see. Balls bouncing and rolling everywhere into bunkers. Um, the greens are very up and down. You'll you'll see people have a par putt to try and tie the hole a downhiller, and they'll miss it and they'll roll 10, 12 feet past. Because I mean that's that's how quick they are. Um, so it's it's going to be fun. Ernie Els said, you know, playing this course, the, the flag sticks. What did he say? I got it on here. Something about the flag sticks are the destination. Okay, not the landing, not the landing spot. So you got to figure out a way to, to land, land your ball in a certain spot to get it to end up by the flag stick. You don't want to fly it to the flag stick. You're going to be 20 yards over the green. That's well, how firm it is. The United States has its usual pretty much cast of characters, the guys you always expect. But who are uh, they? Don't have the Europeans. So who are the international guys? That yeah, the international for? guys. I mean, on paper, it is. U.S. should win easily. Um, the top international guys are Adam Scott. He's always been a staple um, for the international squad. He's ranked 17 in the world. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama's ranked 22, and Mark Leishman's ranked 27. Those are I'm a big Matsuyama guy. Yeah, those are their three best players. Um, but on the flip side, the U.S. only has one guy ranked lower than the international's highest ranked guy, and that's Matt Kuchar at 22. So, All any, other so, anyone, 11, so what you're saying is if if the internationals win this, it would go down as one of the monumental upsets yeah, of all time is, in, uh, in uh, golf yeah. tournament in history. Yeah, on paper it's not even close. I mean, when, when your highest ranked player on the U.S. is ranked 22 in the world, and all the rest of your 11 players are better ranked than the top player in the international team, you should, you should win. The only chance the internationals have is if uh, – the uh, U.S. team still jet lagged from all being at the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas at Tigers Tournament a week ago. I saw a video, I think it was today, and I believe it was Justin Thomas in a bunker there practicing at some point in the last 24 yep. hours. And he had either a downhill shot out of a bunker, but instead of either taking that, he played it way up. Sideways. The, he played it out of the bunker to the side, and it goes up to the top of the green, up to the top of the hill, rolls all the way back down, and it reminds me, what, what, was it a U.S. Open a couple years ago where Phil Mickelson got all mad and, and, and double, yeah. double hit? Yeah. It reminded me kind of of that. Yeah, you'll see that. I mean, the, the greens are crazy there. He was he hit like three or four different shots. When he tried to go at the flag stick, it wasn't even close. He tried to get, Then he went high and it rolled down. Then he hit it again and it short and actually rolled back in the bunker. So we, don't have, we don't have to watch a lefty slap it around. This no, week, we, we don't. Okay. He, he finally, missed a, uh, finally missed a President's Cup, and I don't know how long, but 
Yeah, we don't have to watch him get mad and slap it today. That's true. Or, or thumbs up. He, yeah. He yeah. Have to the say Bill this. Clinton thumbs yeah. up. He yeah. Is, yeah. All right, we'll take one more break. Treg, when we come back, I want to hear your predictions, and then we can talk about Turkey Creek and anything going on out there. I'm sure this is a, a nice, easy time for you at this yeah. time of year because the only people playing golf are the crazy ones like Steve. I was a, there. Who played I, once over the last, what, two weeks? Yeah, I played Sunday. So There you go. We'll take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, we've got Treg Fall in studio today, Steve, and we need to get his predictions for the President's Cup coming up this week. What's the best spot to watch it? Probably Golf Channel. Yeah, it's on Golf Channel. I know for sure the first two days because I record. I'm not. I'm guessing Saturday and Sunday it switches over to NBC or whatever. But yeah, yeah. it's a long trip to get all the way down there. Bring the NBC crew. Yeah, I'm sure they're down there ready to rock. I don't know the time differential very well. I think it's 16 hours difference. So are they going to be playing at 2 a.m. here? The first tee time is four. 30 p.m. tonight, this afternoon. And that would be yeah. the morning tea time That'd the next day. That'd be a morning day. tea time the next day, yep. So they'd be teeing off at what, yeah. Well, Trag, I, I need your predictions. I know you normally listen to Steve and his fearless forecaster predictions, yeah. but I need your prediction on what's going to happen this weekend down under. Well, I mean, on paper and everything, I, I just don't see how the U.S. is going to lose. There's 30 total points, so I'm thinking it's going to be somewhere around 18 to 12, something around that. That um, there'll be a couple internationals though that'll surprise yeah, you. They're gonna, mm-hmm. You'll you'll see a couple of stunning upsets. Some guy yeah. you say who is that? Like a CT Pan yeah. goes out and goes maybe six under for twelve holes and knocks somebody off. But uh, when it comes down to a deep tournament like this, the U.S. should win. Yeah, I mean they 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 have the more experienced players and and just the better better players. So. Um, I see somewhere around 18 to 12, 17, 13, something like that. Trank, you got anything going on at Turkey Creek? I haven't been out there in like four months. I haven't played one round of golf since the start of football season. Yeah, I mean, we're we're still open on the nice days, you know, when it's warm enough. There'll be some people out there today. We got all of our Christmas sales going on in the pro shop. We got um, a new golf card you can buy for Christmas with a – it's like our Black Friday sale all the way through Christmas or the end of the year where you – Get a golf card. You get two rounds, two cards. I thought you said golf carts, and I was going to say golf Steve, card. Go get you one. Yeah, <laughs> golf, a golf card that gets you two rounds with two carts and uh, um, two large buckets of range balls for only fifty bucks, and you can use it any time in the twenty twenty season. So, I mean, if, if you usually play on the weekend, you know that's that's you're getting good bang for your buck on that. But you know, other than that, we're just Starting to get membership stuff ramped up at the new year and getting stuff on the schedule and, and the tournament schedule ready to go, go and just kind of winding down for the year and getting revamped for the beginning of next year. So, Do you guys yeah. have any sort of like closed deals out there for anybody trying to buy some Christmas golf hats or golf yeah, shoes I mean, or anything else? Yeah, we have, you know, right now we have 40% off all polos and pullovers, Ooh. off of 40% off gloves, 30% off hats, some club deals and the rest of the bags we got we've got some deals on that too so if you're looking for christmas shopping you can come out there if you're if you know somebody that golfs or you're a golfer you can get some good deals this time of year 
Steve, do you need a Christmas present from me? Yeah. What do you need? I, I can use. I don't. I don't need to get you a golf glove. You don't play with. I don't. He goes through grips pretty quick. I do Ooh. go through golf I, grips. <laughs> on my clubs, I go through pretty quick. Of course, I only use. Yeah, with your bare hands. I only, grabbing I only use about half the grip. So. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, uh, I was out at the course Sunday, and you know, for December, I thought the course was in pretty darn good shape. Uh, the greens have come back pretty well, yep. and and they were rolling pretty good. So. I know Gordon Reimer is my partner, and he made everything he looked at uh, on Sundays. Did you? No. Oh, okay. No. I birdied the first hole, and you know what we always say, that's the kiss, kiss of, death. of death. Yeah. So, yeah, I went on to, I think, shoot 79 or something like that. Yeah, sure. Well, Treg, any more predictions from you for your Chiefs? You're, you're, big, for, you're big fan of the Chiefs, so what's their final record going to be? 12-4, and 11-5? What are they now? They're currently 9-4. and four. I don't know. I'll give them twelve and four, and then they'll lose a home game. Oh, it's brutal, <laughs> brutal, in the playoffs. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> well, Treg, we're glad you came in today, and and it, you helped me learn a little bit. Hopefully, somebody else out there is is yeah. smarter than me, and they were able to learn as well. Yeah, it was, I I enjoy you guys having me on here. It's fun to come talk to you guys about anything sports. So I'm glad I could help out and. Hope to do it again soon. And we got some bullpup basketball on Friday at Derby. Yeah, bullpup basketball Friday. I mean, Derby always go there. They run that havoc defense. It's it's going to be up and down pace, and it's it's going to be another fun one. So come on out and support us. Well, Trag, we appreciate you coming in. Go Chiefs. Yeah, go Raiders. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say go Chiefs. <laughs> Wrapping up today's show for Trag Fall and Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Bell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.